hello and welcome to episode five. Yeah. Episode it's early. So it is early, it is early. We've we've recorded this early. Anyway, uh welcome to episode five of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store. I'm here with my distinguished co-host, Ginger Shack. How are we doing? What is good? You're too you're too much early in the morning. Too much energy. Uh, coffee, innit? Caffeine, much. caffeine. It's the only thing uh, that keeps me going. Uh, shout out to everybody for sending in messages, liking, subscribing, and doing all that stuff. Like, we didn't think that it had kind of take off like it has so soon. We didn't think people would be messaging and dropping tweets and all that stuff. So, thanks for all that. Uh, we've got plenty to go over again today. Uh, as we said, the, the quick turnaround is what we're what we're planning on doing. So we'll we'll carry on trying to get them out as soon as possible. Uh, so we'll jump straight in. Uh, on the last episode, we mentioned uh, throwback courts, and we mentioned the cab, the Mavs, not the Cavs. The Mavs court, definitely not the Cavs court, because who cares about the Cavs? Uh, Shit. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody! Yeah, uh, the Mavs court, and then myself and G-Shack went onto the Nike website, and the Mavs jersey was there, and ready to go. So, uh, what's your thoughts on the Mavs jersey? It's hideous. It's hideous. Like, I just don't like that design anyway. Like, I didn't like it when they brought it back for, like, Dirk when he had it a few years ago. I it didn't like it when it was original when Mitchell Ness done it. Was it the like, 80s? I just don't one? like the font. Was it the 80s, the original? No, it's like early 90s. It's that sort of weird kind of, like, just just Dallas in, like, a weird, font. tragic, yeah. sad green. Yeah, but yeah, we we dropped the the Mavs give us a little taste of the court. We spoke about that last week, like I say, and now we've seen the jersey. Uh, I suppose it matches the court, but not really much to it, really. Issue with Mavs jerseys is their best player at the minute is Luca. He wears seventy seven, and they can never get the seven to look like sevens on their jersey fonts. Strange They guys, look like man. bendy ones. Yeah, Mark, blame Mark Cuban. Uh, but bigger news than that. Bigger? Huge news. Huge news. Huge news. Yes. Uh, the Sixers jersey and the promo that they've put out for that. They dropped... Was they in sync, the Iverson and the Simmons posts? I don't know. I was just too excited. Yeah, I like know. Any time you see Iverson post about the Sixers, and we've got the whole Jersey vibes going about, you're like, yeah. this could be it. This so, could be the year. So for, this people, could be it. so for people who didn't see the, the tweet, I'll, I'll put a picture up, but people who are listening on any major podcast platform, not just Spotify anymore, uh, it's, it's a blacked out picture of Alan Iverson. You can't really see what he's wearing, but it kind of goes back to the old 
uh, kind of fashion shoot pictures of Iverson. I'll fire one up so you can see it, but like with his chains on, cornrows, uh, and then Simmons put an, also a blacked out picture out, but in it, in, in his kind of caption, he wrote, did he write New Wave? Uh, Simmons won. They didn't black out everything. No, so and if a... you're a nerd and a weirdo like us, and you zoom in on the picture, the sock it's is like slightly blue. blue. Yes. So it could be any one of the three jerseys that they wore in... Wait. Any three of these jerseys? So it could potentially be that one. Not. Which is the black finals uh, jersey from 2000? The white one, or the blue one? Which is the one that that isn't Iverson, but that is uh, the blue jersey. That's Solomon's. Uh, but yeah, that could be the jersey. I think that blue one. But I've got an Iverson as well. So, that, that would look well. That one good thing Nike have done is they've made the jerseys a bit sharper. Yes, like you look at the nets, like the necks have been brought up a bit. Yeah, like them yeah. ones are quite low. Like, this could be a real nice, like, if they do it right, yeah, could be, could be, could be really it good. Been so. Even non Sixers fans have been, oh, yeah, to see the like the, the you know, bringing it back. You, you, and they're definitely going to do the same way the Lakers did a Colby. They're definitely going to do an Iverson. The Sixers, one hundred percent, they're going to put out an Iverson. So, I'll I'll be jumping on that. I'll be looking to get an authentic for sure. I'll be putting it in the investment portfolio. Of course, of course. Uh, so, segueing off that, we'll because uh, we've not really spoke about sneakers since probably the first pod or the second pod. I was still pretty emotional about not getting the off-white fives. Well, there is that. There is there is that. Uh, but there is, going from Iverson to Iverson, there is a question being released. You're getting good at this, isn't you? Oh, they, I might just call me Joe Rogan or Joe Budden or Joe Bloggs, whichever, whichever one. Joe Ingalls? No? I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Joe idea. Yeah, yeah. Joe Exotic. Just call me Joe Exotic. Uh, They've dropped, or they're going to be dropping, they've shown the pictures for the Iveson question mids uh, in kind of going back to that jersey, uh, the 97, I think it's the 97, uh, is what they've called it. The 97, 76 is alternate in that colourway, in like the black colourway, like this one. That kind of colourway, uh, which I've just held up. Uh, 97, Iverson, uh, champion, throwback, the black one. Uh, yeah, so... The kind of going down that route with the Iverson, which is good because the last few have been a little bit mad and I've not really liked. I did like the ones where they did the blue and the red trainer, but 
yeah, I like this colourway. What do you think about the colourway? I think it's nice. I think you can always kind of, like, shoe colourways that get released always kind of vaguely tease jerseys. Yeah. So I think, like, even before the, the, the Nets announced the throwback jersey, there was a Kyrie too low that was in tie-dye blue with red. Ah. Um, and that kind, you know, and that kind of got us like, oh, hang on a minute. So that, um, so what you're saying is that could be the kind of kit that goes with whatever they drop. So it could or, potentially be because the because Reebok's owned by they've just decided to let metal our heads. Yeah. Just mess it all. Just, just, just get it all messed up. Uh, the other one that's. That's dropping, I think, I'll tell you now, the 20th of November, I think I said that. The other one is the Kobe Pro Troll Bruce Lee. Pro, Kobe 5, is it the 5? Yeah. Uh, which looks insane. Insane. They've done it in a yellow and black and a white and a black and... I'll definitely be looking to cop these. I don't know when they're released over here, but they're released in the States on the 27th of November. Uh, like, I just love the Kobe Bruce Lees. Yeah. Like, they're synonymous, like they're cool. I remember being at um, NBA London, Celtics versus Sixers. Celtics practice, Kyrie, warming up in a pair of Kyrie 4 Bruce Lees. Yeah, he did the Bruce Lee's as well, didn't he? And it, from then on, that was like definitely at some point. I'm gonna cop Bruce Lee. In fact, I made a Bruce Lee colorway of the Kobe Five on NBA 2K21. There you go. Just because I needed to wear them. But that—that's a like that. Obviously, Kobe's are going for ridiculous amounts at the moment, and this one was sought after when it first came out. Was it the fours or the threes that they brought out initially? Uh, like to get one is to be on par with rock and horse shit. Yes, like, but you got to try, haven't you? And the yellow ones are going to be the most sought after, so it might be worth going for the white and black. I think the white and black you've got more chance of rocking it with something. The yellow, you'd probably have to keep it pretty minimal if you're not balling in it. Just wear all black. Uh, but dope, dope kick either way. And the other one that is that I've looked at is the LeBron 18 Los Angeles by night, which is, looks a bit like Patrick off SpongeBob, not going to lie. It does. Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of LeBron kicks. No, um, me neither. Like, you know how you've got, like, we look back at Jordans and we're like, they could be a lifestyle shoe. Yeah, no. I don't get out any LeBrons. No. The only, like, one... the only good LeBron shoe I liked was the John Elliott crossover. Yes. Was that last season? Like, yeah. They were all right. Like, yeah. a bit of a lifestyle shoe. Pretty cool. They, they didn't really sell very well. Like, they were um, reduced a lot. It definitely um, looked like Patrick Starfish. Not gonna like the colorways, Patrick Starfish. I don't know whether that's, that's what he's got. Amazing colorways, like the Four Horsemen colorways. Yeah. The the James family, all of them. They're, they're great shoes. Yeah. Just not, but, just not for me. No, no, I don't. I. Going back to Cool or Corny, 
think they're pretty corny in that colourway. Yeah. In like the pink. Some shoes are just a bit. They're really heavy as well. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I've no. always found them really heavy. I'm not. I'm not feeling them. Like I say, I love the Iverson colourway and I love the Iverson questions. I think they're cool, and I think the Kobe's are cool, but these are definitely corny to go back to that kind of cool or corny vibe. Not, not for me. Not for me. Unless, like saying that, if you want, if you want to, if you want to ball in and ball in them, do you know what I mean? Like LeBron seems to be doing all right enough. You know? It's the shoes, mate. Well, could be anything, couldn't it? But tiger blood. There you go. There you go. Going on uh, signature shoes because that was three signature shoes there. Uh, what player do you think should have a signature shoe that hasn't already? Oh, um. Probably, probably Jason Tatum. Okay. But I don't think you'll get one. Because I think Jordan are going back to the kind of... Do you remember where like you've seen some like really cool Ray Allen colorways? Rip Hamilton. Um, Rip Hamilton, Carmelo Anthony. Like people just had dope PEs. Yeah. And I think rather than launch signature shoes for the Jordan brand, which I don't think they do very well. No. Like they're... You know, like the Jordan brand is Jordan. Like Jordan, nah. It just, it just feels weird that a signature shoe line has got a sub-signature shoe athlete. Like, I, I know. could talk about it for hours, but I know some of the colorways that come out for the thirty-fives, the Rui Hashimura's, I mentioned on episode one. Yes. Um, the Jason Tatum's on episode one. All of them kind of cool things, like the the Bayou vibes for Zion. Yes. Um, Luca's got some cool colorways coming through for that. I think they'll probably do that. Like, I think these are the kind of players that, you know, that they're with Jordan Brand, so they've probably got to understand they're not going to get. I know it's just frustrating. Some, isn't players, it? some players do get given a signature shoe a little bit early. Yes, I'm going to say that. Do you know what I mean? Like, Derrick Rose. It's not early. Well, it wasn't great for Adidas, was it? <laughs> Financially, it wasn't fantastic. Don't cry because of like mentioned Derrick Rose. Always crying all the time about Derrick Rose. He doesn't play for Chicago anymore. Move on. Plays for Chicago in here. Yeah, he always will. He always will. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. There is there is players like my, my one who I think and it, and I think it'd be a really really great seller would be Jamarant. I think so popular at the moment throughout the league. I think you've got kids wanting to be him. Do you know what I mean? Like he's that cool player in the league at the moment. Like I think we've been we've been missing in the NBA. We've got loads of kind of really good players like Luca, like Tatum, but Jamarant's just got that little bit more. He he's just got. He's just got that it, like that factor that not many players have. Like Donovan Mitchell's similar, but I don't. What to say? Yeah. But I, but I don't think he's got the star power of like Jamrat. Like I think 
the fact that he didn't win Rookie of the Year didn't help Donovan Mitchell. I think yeah. that really, and everything that he put into trying to win Rookie of the Year kind of didn't help him. But then Jamarant's like come out saying, I'm not scared of nobody. I'm not going to back down to James Harden. I'm not going to back down to these players. And that's like that Alan Iverson mentality of, do you know what I mean? When your idols become your rivals and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So that's, I, lo- I love Jamarant. I think he's brilliant. A great example of somebody who releases shoes that aren't necessarily for me and you. They're for the younger. Yes. You know, like you've done the whole Spider-Man range. Um, with the Don issue twos, he's done the Crayola range. Yeah, like it's clever, very, very clever. He's just going for a completely I've got a pair different of Don mark. issue ones. I've got a pair of Venoms. Like, yes. um, yeah, I remember them. You are. Like, they are comfortable. They are. They are they're a nice trainer. Yeah, uh, but no, John Morant. They'd be. I think I'd, 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 I'd rock. I'd rock a pair of them in some in Vancouver throwback colours. Exactly. 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 So, uh, I think John Morant would be be a great. Be a great one, actually. Uh, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think anybody else who you could you could argue Luca. Obviously, you've mentioned her. he's with her Jordan. Uh, There's plenty of players that, like you could imagine, should have or would have a signature shoe. Um, Book, Devon Booker. No. What do you mean? Why? Because he's popular. Why? Because he's popular. What's he done? I don't know. Smash Played the in a That's... desert. Don't know. <laughs> Score, scores really high points in games that his team doesn't win. They normally don't make the playoffs. Okay. Well, what let's... are they going to be? Or what are they going to be called? The Nike nearly theirs. <laughs> All right. Bloody hell. I'm just saying he's like he's just a good player, isn't he? I just I just I just liked him. Oh, I love you, Devin Booker. Yeah. No. And if you do like Devin Booker, there's two Devin Booker jerseys available on the throwback store uh right now. He's probably put a link in. Nope. There'll be something'll be happening, something'll be moving. But talking you know, about- I, 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 I thought you started this podcast because you love the game. What but game? it's just, a, it's a it's a 35 minute long advert. <laughs> I don't even like basketball. You love a bit, like, you secretly love cricket. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of tennis, actually. Uh, so speaking of players that I love, what kind of players... Do you have a soft spot for, like, there's players in the league. They don't necessarily have to be great players. In fact, some of them can be really, like, terrible players, but you still think, I like him. JaVale McGee's one that kind of just sticks in my head. Like, yeah. he's just a really nice guy. Not necessarily the, the, the greatest player in the world, but just fun-loving, has a good time on the court, always laughing, always smiling. So what, what's one of your players that you kind of... Okay, so we're talking like kind of like guilty pleasure players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anybody that's followed me will know that I have a distinct love for Dougie McBuckets, Doug McDermott. But I can't explain why, 
But I always remember um, watching him play for the Bulls. Sharpshooter. He was like a young Mike Dunleavy because Dunleavy was kind of like the wing shooter. And then Doug came in, you know, uh, came from like a Christian college. Yeah. You know, corny looking white dude. Just shot the ball. Was great. And then in one season, he just started throwing down dunks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember him throwing down a dunk and a loss to the Raptors. And like, I don't remember any of the game. I just remember him throwing down a dunk. And you've got, like, that's where that meme of Jimmy Butler going like that. Yeah. Comes from. Well, there you go. There you go. I love Dougie McBuckets. Trading uh, him hurt me inside. I cried. Don't cry. Don't cry. Uh, see, mine, it's a guilty pleasure in a way, but I don't, he's obviously, he's kind of had a bit of a resurgence as of late, but it's Markel Fultz. Just felt really sorry for him, how the how the six has kind of dealt with that and how his management dealt with it as well. Like, uh, I don't really think he was given... I think I, I don't know. I just think it was all managed really, really badly at the Sixers. Uh, I don't think they give him enough rehab. I don't think they give him enough love. And then they just threw him in at the deep end and was like, "You're going to be a starting point guard now." And it was he, he didn't know whether he was coming or going. So trading him was probably the best, the best thing. But I've kept an eye on him in in Orlando, and he's making progress and doing really, really well. Uh, You've got a good young team over there. I've got his card here. For NBA UK fans, we had uh, for anybody Dante that... Maricelli, who's this uh, side-by-side reporter for the Orlando Magic. And he was saying that, you know, for such a young player, he's compassionate, he's kind, and his work ethic is amazing. And he really feels like he has a fit in Orlando. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I agree with you. Like, he got the rough end of his stick. Um. I've never, I haven't seen any Sixers fans really sour on him. No, no, no. I, I think, feel like he never got the opportunity to be crap for you. I think we, I think we were just more disappointed than anything yeah. with how it all kind of went. And uh, I don't know. We were looked at as a contender that season, so I think that's why there was a lot of pressure there as well. Uh, they kind of threw him in the deep end with. Simmons and Embiid and expected him to kind of match the level and that's going to be difficult isn't it I don't think many players could go in that team and match the level of Simmons and Embiid and I think I was affected by how quickly Mark L. Fultz uh, sorry not Mark L. Fultz Mark L. Fultz obviously drafted um, before Jason Tatum yeah do you think because Jason Tatum adapted so quickly they were like this is what this draft class is like yeah These are quick adaptable players like you should be able to be playing Donovan, but, you know, as well. Donovan Mitchell as well. Simmons, big personalities and Embiid, veteran, yeah. veteran JJ Redick, great. You know, then you know yeah. Jimmy was there at some point, I believe. I don't know if he was, was there, he there with, with Marco. Hmm. Oh no, I think oh, I don't know. Did he get traded? Was he in part of all that trade? I think he may have been part of that trade. Uh, but we we yeah, had we I, had like I just think, Robert Covington. You know, Sarich. Yeah. Like he never got the he never got like you said, he never got the easy end of the stick. It was just expected it was to be gonna be a perennial all star. Yeah. Um, and the poor guy was being coached by Brett Brown, so I know. 
he needs he needs the benefit of the doubt and he needs to go again when he's in a in Orlando. Uh, Orlando have got a good team, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? They've got a good young core. Uh, they could do really well. Uh, right then, I think we're gonna head into questions from uh, our listeners, watchers, all that kind of stuff. So, I've got a question from a YouTube, the YouTube video. It's, again, from Milko Sterev. He said, yes, my name is spelt exactly like you said it, so I know now that I've said his name correctly, so we can move forward and ask the question. So, my question for next week is, what's your favourite NBA conspiracy theory? Mine is that Jimmy Butler being Michael Jordan's son. I think he got that the wrong way around. I think he means Michael Jordan's Jimmy Butler's son, but it doesn't matter. Either way, either way. Go on, carry on. What's with all the Bulls hate today? I don't, I just, just hate the Bulls. Just just hate hate anybody in the East that doesn't wear these colours. Yeah, right, so... Back to the podcast and not your nonsense and bullshit. Just um, the nonsense. NBA <laughs> <laughs> NBA conspiracy theories. I've always got a big soft spot for the uh, the draft being rigged so that the uh, Knicks could get Patrick Ewing. That worked out well, didn't it? Yeah, all them championships he won. I know, crazy, crazy championships. Just... All them banners hanging in MSG. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give Ewing uh, too much stick because his daughter, Randy, actually shops at the, at the throwback store. So, I can't, can't give him too much, can't, can't, can't hit him too much into the jugular because Randy kind of trusts the process and the nonsense at the same time. Uh, mine is obviously the one that everybody's seen on the last dance is uh, Michael Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson uh, is just Michael Jackson really that that's it it's just Michael Jackson that's my conspiracy that Michael Jackson didn't actually play basketball in yeah. that video. Yes, yes, that's what it is. No, that Michael Jordan uh, was actually suspended and didn't retire because of his gambling. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good conspiracy theory. Obviously, he said that never happened during the last dance, but still nice to know, isn't it, uh, that that these NBA players are actually human and kind of... He's obviously got a gambling issue. I, 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 there was a story that come out uh, from Gary Lineker put it out when The Last Dance was on. I don't know whether you've seen it. Uh, he was. He said that Jordan, uh, he, he was over in the UK and he wanted to play golf. 
Uh, obviously, he's a, he's a big fan of golf and he hit up one of Gary Lineker's people, said, Gary, can you get him on your course? Uh, can we, can we, he's got him and three of his friends. Can we get you, get you, get you, get, get him on there to, to have a round? And Lineker was like, obviously, definitely. Like, I'll go and play with, with Michael Jordan, like, dream come true. So we got it all sorted out. He got to the first tee. And Jordan said to one of Gary Lineker's friends, uh, do you want to have a little wager on the game? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we can have a little wager. How much do you want to, to like kind of bet? And he said, just enough that it makes you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> which is brilliant, I think, because that's Michael, that's Michael Jordan all over, isn't it? It's Michael Jackson as well, always making people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. It's gone too far. It's gone too far. Carnage. Absolute carnage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got a question from Stu Wilcox, who's obviously... Follower follows me in G Sharp, brilliant. Uh, he sent questions in before. Uh, he's wrote Stevie Franchise was never a fan- franchise player. Discuss that's the first part for part of his question. So I'll let you go with that. What do you think about that statement? I think if he didn't have the nickname franchise, it'd have probably been a franchise player, but he's been crippled by his nickname. By- you know, if you've got like boxers that call themselves like the king or the knockout monster or the juggernaut or the yeah. hammer and they get beat. Yeah. Doesn't work, does it? Doesn't like, work. He's, it's just an unfortunate nickname. Fantastic player. I, Absolutely I, fantastic. I actually, um, um, I actually met yeah, him in Florida in, would it have been 2001? I think I was 13, 14, and he was at uh, NBA City, I think it was, in in Florida, doing kind of a signing. Uh, I didn't have anything for him to sign, but I went and and met him, and he was like, cool, cool guy. He'd just been in, it was a year after, he was in the dunk contest with uh, Vince and T-Mac. So obviously he was a big star at that point. He was like one of the first signature athletes with Reebok as well, like in that era when Iverson was with Reebok. He was the kind of star for the above the rim line with Reebok. So he was kind of doing all that stuff. Cool guy. Played really well in Houston. uh, And then obviously got sent over to Orlando, tried to fill T-Max boots, which obviously is difficult. And I think he ended up in... New York. He was in New York for a spell. Definitely not a franchise player. But uh, the second part of the question was, what's your favourite player nickname? Which is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant question. It is. There's so many good ones. Like, you can even have like a top three, like current players. Yeah, and then you've got like a top three all time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, do you mean you can't? Let's talk. You know, early, early NBA. Wilt is still. Yes, 
Yes. Like, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. And then you've got, like, you know, the round mound of rebound. Like, you know, you've got the Admiral. Going back to Patrick Ewing, the Hoyer Destroyer is a, is a brilliant nickname. Brilliant. Uh, I always find it either you've got to be a flashy guard or a big man to have a great nickname. Starbury. Starbury is a sick nickname. The Enormous Mormon, Sean Bradley. Yeah. Brilliant the nickname. Big Diesel. Big Diesel. Shactist. Big Aristotle. All of Shaq's nicknames. All the Shaq's. Little Shack, Big Shack, Ginger yeah. Shack, Small Shack. Kobe, Black Mamba. Black Mamba. That could be it. That maybe. May, I think I'm gonna go with that just out of respect for Kobe, you know. Yeah. I'd say the one that I've I've liked of recent and I loved it when I first heard it was Greek Freak. Yeah, Greek freaks. Like, do you really? know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, you said it. When you said it before, obviously, uh, Slim Reaper for KD. Yeah, Slim Reaper's another another brilliant name. Like, they're just cool ones. Like, they're nothing. They're not a play on the name. No, no. Like, they're yeah. just like, and I think they're the ones I enjoy the most. That they're just like something about that person. The claw, Kawhi. I'm also not a fan of players giving themselves the nickname. Oh no, I don't like that. Like King James. I know. Ironically, worked out. Did tattoo chosen one on his back though when he was like 18, so you know what? Self what is it called? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what he's done. He's backed himself, Annie. Backed himself. There is some awful nicknames floating about there. Like Playoff P. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Playoff P. Paul George. Yeah, good one. You've got like what the one I loved was uh not even it's not a crap one, it's back to a good one. It's for a team. It was the Sixers when they had Dario Saric and you had Bellinelli and everything like that, and you had the Euro connection. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the UN as well, when you had all the different players from different countries. Yeah. Uh, I like that. What about the Lebronto Raptors? Shout out That's to just embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, there's obviously, you know, like the answer, the truth, the glove, Rain Man. Oh, Rain Man. You know, there's some great nicknames for some great players. Um, but like you said, you know, I think you've got to be given it by somebody else. Yeah, you know you got you got the big ticket for KG, you know, yeah. and things like that. Like, I'm know, going. They're I'm, great nicknames, but they've got to be somebody else has got to set it. Not yourself. I'm, I'm going with. I'm going with the enormous Mormon, Sean Bradley. That's my favourite sixer as well, and he was seven foot six. And he played for the 76ers and he was number 76. So he, he, he come in firing on all cylinders. So that's mine. That's mine. Who are you going with? I'll, I'll probably have to go for... Uh, I'll probably have to go for, for the Greek freak. 
brilliant brilliant so we're done for another episode episode five in the bag five episodes in flying absolutely flying uh we'll get another one recorded soon and get that out to you but for now thanks for watching thanks for subscribing liking uh keep sending your questions in because we love these questions we love getting these questions off at the end some brilliant questions as well that that one favorite nickname brilliant uh so yeah keep keep doing all the good stuff and we'll keep uh we'll keep firing these podcasts over uh until next time peace Thank you.